0: Happy Chinese New Year, love lights. This is the year of the rabbit who is believed to be the luckiest of the 12 animals of the Chinese zodiac. And here at the End the Magic podcast, we are lucky enough to have a special surprise guest, River Benu, who is a gifted, intuitive astrologer, tarot reader, content creator for TikTok and Instagram at It's Me, River Bee. Welcome, River.
1: Hello. So glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm here with my buddy Taco in my lap, so if you hear him purring, know that we are in good company.
0: He insisted on being part of this podcast. So Yes, as yeah. he does. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, River. Um, what inspired you or led you to astrology?
1: Um, I honestly was led to it when I started a yoga practice. So I had a lifetime of being completely unaware and oblivious of anything related to astrology outside of like knowing I was a Capricorn. But when I started working with yoga and yoga philosophy, somehow astrology just naturally fit into that. Um, Learning more about my personality and how I was showing up in the world astrology suddenly really started to pique my interest. So I had a teacher named Tosha Silver, who we have in common, Mm -hmm. um, who I found was doing weekly forum calls that had astrology as a part of them. And immediately, literally the first time I heard her speak on astrology, it was like hearing a language that I had always known. So it just resonated with me in a way very few things have Um, And that was in 2019. And in 2020, I got even further pulled into the astrology world through Tosha's teachings. I actually did uh, It's Not Your Money, which is one of her books, Tosha Silver's books. And that is how you and I met. Mm -hmm. Um, So going through that process and learning more about how things were changing in my life and how astrology was affecting that current transits and whatnot just made so much sense. It was it was just a natural tool to help me navigate a lot of change that was
0: happening. Sometimes I think media likes to make it look like it's a circus trick or um you know, they don't really get how deep and spiritual astrology can be. Did you ever see it that way? In- Absolutely.
1: Um I think part of me was very skeptical of anything that um was considered an absolute. And in in like pop culture, astrology, it's like has these stereotypes, you know, like every sign has a stereotype. And so I tried, I've tried to always kind of stay away from being influenced in that way to be like, oh, all Capricorns are this way. So when somebody would know I was a Capricorn, they'd be like, oh, you must love money. And I'm like, actually, no, (laughs) that doesn't describe me at all. But I do love um, structure and I do love boundaries and I do love a lot of things that uh, other aspects of Capricorn personality. So, yes, there are so many different avenues for learning about how your sun sign, as well as all of the other planets, affect you. Um, it is almost like a chemistry that each of us has that's unique uh. to our, our DNA. Yeah. It's our energetic makeup.
0: Yeah, and I think um, oftentimes we get a counterfeit of almost anything that's deep and spiritual and valuable. We'll get almost a pop culture. Pop culture, is that how you say that? Mm -hmm. I Uh, would call
1: it an appropriation, honestly. Really? It's just, it's stripped everything that is meaningful about these ancient forms of self-awareness are stripped but down to being marketable and profitable. Ah, that what happened to it? Like Christmas, Absolutely. Oh, okay, yeah, something like that. I mean, yoga as a, a philosophy is so much more than what we see on, you know, social media with very thin, typically white women posing in $100 yoga pants, blonde, you know, doing handstands and whatnot. Like, that's what is marketable but that is not what yoga is and so it was the same with astrology like it was cartoonized Car- it was ah, it was
0: caricatured Caricaturized. yeah, yeah it really is. was it's yeah. like
1: oh let's just make it as easy as we can for people so that they'll eat it up with a spoon it's like no mm-hmm. this is actually a, a, a science that's been around for since the beginning of time it's the study of the stars and how they line up and how they influence each other and how they influence us, Wow, we're we're a direct reflection of what's in the sky. So it definitely has a lot more depth.
0: <laughs> yeah, so um, I think that's for me when Tosha described the, our natal chart as being a symphony, as being our own unique sacred geometry and music, mm. like a musical chart, mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, uh, there's more to this than what I was previously
1: understanding.
0: Yeah. So, so Tosha so
1: cool. is a teacher of both of ours, and um, I, she has strongly influenced our view clearly of astrology. But there is, as you said, so much more depth to it. And I think folks that are on kind of a more spiritual path who are willing to step outside the bounds of like the culture especially in the United States. So the, what we're told is what spirituality is, is often attached to religion. And this is so far outside of any kind of structure of power. This is about self-empowerment and this is about self-awareness and that connection that we all have to our own divinity, um, but also being in alignment with what we're here to do in this lifetime. And not everyone is going to be on board with that, and so I think it does. It can get you know, we it can get weird.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it can, <laughs> it can get weird. <laughs> but it can also be a key to would you say um, finding life purpose?
1: Oh, for sure. Um, so for me personally, I can share. Um, I would have never imagined in a million years I would be doing this as a as a career. Um, I started off. Uh, my 20s as a nurse and I went on to become in my 30s a dog trainer and then I'm in my 40s now um, after divorce and going through some major life changes Um, this is the path that I'm being led on as we're going along here and honestly having astrology has been like having a roadmap it's been like going from not even having a clue about what my direction or purpose was to being able to let go of my ideas of what it meant to be successful or to be a wife or to be a mother or to be like all of these labels that I gave myself. I literally let go of all of that in exchange for this much bigger picture that astrology gave me. It literally gave me the, all of the planets. It gave me so much more than where I live or what color I am or what I do. Um, so that has been the coolest part of the awakening for me with going through yoga and astrology and Tarot has been like really accepting, like I am an incarnation of, of the divine of the entire universe in a body on this planet, like just trying to follow the song, follow the rhythm, follow the path, Mm. um, toward, the highest expression of what my soul wants me to be. So
0: I have a mediumship teacher, Suzanne Giesman, She taught us that source chose to come down as you. Mm. And um, I think that astrology helps us line up with that.
1: For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we've had some great conversations um, around how the chart manifests how 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 it can manifest in certain behaviors and certain patterns in your life. Um, I'd like to ask you, like, how do you feel it has helped you on your path?
0: I think it helps me accept myself more. You know, the quirky things that make me, me. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a new movie out called, well, relatively new, called Everything Everywhere All at Once. And I was like, oh, me. Yes. <laughs> it's like my brain. <laughs> so, um, um but I have a lot of air in my chart, a lot of, um, and so coming to be like, yeah, that's great. That's great that I'm everywhere, everything all at once, you know, mm-hmm. it's all over the place. And so I embrace it instead of going, oh, oh crap, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's helped with self-love
1: oh yeah Yeah. so I've seen some of the conversations go from you know just being like a simple curiosity like how does this planet in this sign affect me you know like that's a question that you would ask and after 10 minutes of explaining you're like wow (laughs) like it it, I can see things like your eyes light up in a way that like when you say self-love it's like it's like God's coming through you in that moment. It's like, yes, like I'm, you're recognizing me in you in, in this perfect way that whether you were told it was perfect or not growing up, it's like most of us are really disempowered and we're really separated from all of these parts of ourselves that
0: make us so unique and beautiful. Well, what's this? It seems Rabbit still has something to say. Can you join me in visualizing adorable baby bunnies? They are hopping up to Tiger and kissing her on the nose. Thank you, Tiger, for leading us with strength and the courage necessary to get through year 2022. I believe it is good luck to start the new year with gratitude. And Tiger will now take a well-deserved rest as Rabbit begins Lunar New Year 2023. River, I... I hear so many people go on about the rising sign or ascendant and how crucial it is to a chart. But can, if somebody doesn't know the time that they were born, which is what you need to get your rising sign, um, how what do you think about a chart that does not have that information in it?
1: I am one of those that really says astrology does not have to be rigid, and while I get that you want to have this information and a lot of people um, would choose to go through the steps to find their birth time so that they'd have it. I really think that I can tell you so much about yourself from what the chart says that's going to already be true to you because it's your actual life so uh, you don't have to know astrology to know what you've experienced in life Um, and just learning about the different planets and how they influence you and what their characteristics are is enough for people to see i think oh yeah that i actually really resonate with that like that those attributes of mercury or those attributes of jupiter or those whatever it is like you're influenced more by the planet itself um the sign tells us a lot about personality traits and so if you know that you're for example i'll use myself an aries rising it can help you understand how you're influenced by these this planet mars being the ruler of aries mars is just a very forward moving action oriented guy and in aries It propels you, it propels your entire body and your entire being in a way that if you don't know that about yourself, um, because you don't know you're an Aries rising, if I describe it to you, you're gonna be like, yes, like, I never knew that about myself. But when I learned I was an Aries rising, I was like, Oh, Oh (laughs) no wonder, (laughs) I always would say like, I have this drive, I just don't understand it. Like it's, it's a force of nature in you. And every planet has its own unique force. And so just by having those conversations, we can kind of pin down what you're probably influenced by. So yes, it's, it's helpful to know, but you might even have the wrong birth time. And Ah. so Ah. in the whole scheme of things, like there's so many different types of astrology, there's Vedic astrology, there's all different ways to, to cast a chart. And they're all going to be a little bit different, and I just say take it with a grain of salt.
0: You know, going back to the births of my children, I mean, there's a lot of chaos going down. They could mm-hmm. have written down a completely different Absolutely. time. Absolutely, and you know, it's not like you can remember. There's so much going on, especially if you have multiple children. So anyway, yeah, that that's interesting. Um, so the sun, what is that? What is that all about?
1: Well, and so there's a lot of different ways to look at the sun. I like to think of it as your soul's highest expression in this lifetime. Um, And it's it's influenced by so many other things that I wouldn't just take the sun and say, that's all I'm going to be. But we can tell a lot about where you're being driven toward in life by looking at where your sun is in your chart and which house it falls in. And that's getting a little more in-depth than what a lot of people know about, them, about their charts. But um, this is why I'm an astrologer, so that I can help people. You can even do this for yourself online and do it for free. But um, the sun to me is the heart. It's the heart of your life on this planet and this lifetime. So it's a big player in the game. Like, every planet influences you, but this is, like, your body and soul incarnated in this lifetime as X, whatever X is.
0: So I have a son who was Scorpio, mm. and he was told that that was a bad sign. What is why you think about that?
1: Yes, Scorpio gets a bad rep for sure. <laughs> Scorpio, in particular, and no sign is bad, so I'll just start with that. There are no bad signs. Right. Um, we can definitely have difficult things in our life that we can often see in the chart with all these various aspects where planets are um, in a certain place in the sky at the time of birth. And so we call those, those are called aspects, but you can have a lot of um, opposition or a lot of uh, friction that It could create some personality traits that are very uh, not cool. So, for example, a mass murderer, you know, it's like if we looked at their chart, we'd probably be able to see, oh, yeah, like this shows very clearly that they had all of these different oppositions and these different placements that would lend itself to being psychotic. Hmm. Um, so I mean it can go that deep but what people tend to go off of is stereotypes and that's just harmful you know truly I think in any in the way any um, anything can be used to the detriment like it's you it can be used in that harmful way so for me Scorpio is a, a beautiful sign but it's very much about going beneath the surface of things and like being able to see things that a lot of times people don't want to see or talk about. Mm. And so because we, I say we, because I'm very Scorpio influenced, because we can naturally sense um, energy in a room and with other people, and that tends to be seen as taboo, um, we we can try to mask that and that masking is what tends to create resentment and create behavior that people see as the Scorpio which is that stinging uh-huh. where they're that protective behavior where they're trying to protect themselves from criticism. Uh-huh. So every sign is capable of it and every sign has their own unique way of of that being manifested if they're not allowed to express their natural abilities. Ah,
0: uh-huh. that makes a lot more sense. So, um tosha teaches that there are no bad charts how uh, and and i'm sure you've seen challenging charts what do you how to say
1: well personally i very much believe that we're all here playing our part in this lifetime and um when i talk to people about their charts it's from a perspective of growth versus a perspective of um you know, what's missing, so I definitely find it a little taboo to talk about um, how some people are incarnated to play a role, and the role would be considered the bad guy ah. right I mean this is this is a delicate, sensitive subject, and so when I meet with people to talk about their chart i I tend to go by what's comfortable for them and not everybody is okay talking about karma or talking about you know having multiple lifetimes that is very personal Mm -hmm. and um my my viewpoint on that quote bad charts is we're here to learn and grow and break through a lot of the um scar the scarring of previous lifetimes so the patterns that we've held on to lifetime after lifetime, like the purpose of learning about astrology and stepping into it as a a tool for growth is to help you expand beyond the chart. Because the chart is not you. Right. The chart is not you as a spiritual soul. The chart is just you in this body learning the lessons that you're meant to learn in this lifetime.
0: Like a map. Absolutely. Okay. So... Astrology and karma, mm. how does that roll? Mm.
1: Well, my belief about around karma is that it's not a bad thing. And so I know in pop culture, it's often, you know, karma's a bitch. Is, <laughs> in some ways, karma can, can feel pretty harsh, depending on, you know, wh- what you've been up to. Um, but I truly believe karma is meant to be a teacher and is meant to be um, an opportunity for growth. And so when we look at a chart and we look at how things are lined up and how they're influencing you, in my mind, karma is the result of actions of your life, but also opportunity for growth. So if we see a pattern repeating over and over, for example, in relationship, this is a very um, common thing theme that comes up when talking about charts is I keep experiencing the same thing just with different people
0: uh,
1: yes. um, in some ways we can relate that to like karma, like this person is here to teach you something. Uh, what are you learning from this situation? What are you learning about yourself? Uh, it's not necessarily about the other person, but what are you learning about yourself? How are you showing up? What are your patterns? What are you doing um on repeat you know that you, you have that you're not aware of yet.
0: No, let's talk about avoidance in the
1: astrology show. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, good old avoidance. So I love that um, every sign has its own um, Achilles heel. Oh. And my favorite show of all time to kind of point toward some of the different character traits is Avatar, oh. the the last airbender because I think it's just so beautiful to see how each sign is influenced by an element. So earth, air, water, fire. And if we look toward beautiful, beautifully created characters that represent these different um, elements, we can actually take from that and apply it to astrology. And that's where Tarot actually ties into all of this too. It's also tying in astrology um and the elements so for me knowing that there are certain parts of myself that are avoidant because of m- the conditioning that we receive from our mm-hmm. culture like it's not okay to be quote, this that or the other too much mm-hmm. Um, like you were saying earlier um, you know your ability to be movable is an air quality your ability to like go from one thing to the other like a butterfly or a fairy (laughs) is a beautiful thing but as an earth sign I do not relate (laughs) so where you might be more comfortable like avoiding anything too heavy because that would drag you down I am the heavy earth sign that's like well, let's figure this out. You know, let's take, let's like do all the things that we need to do to fix this and put in a structure so that it doesn't happen again and like create boundaries and earth is the builder. So we're, we're the heavier of, of the elements. And, and I think if you know many earth signs, you might naturally feel like they have this sense of groundedness to them that is attractive a lot of times to the opposite. Um, so I don't know. It, I think it's beautiful to have the mix. Like we all have every planet. And so we all have the aspects of every planet influencing us. And when we really allow them to express themselves where they fall in our unique personality, it's just a beautiful, like unique song, as you said. Mm. Like it's just it's just a beautiful thing to witness.
0: Wow. Did you know that Chinese New Year has different stages of development? The first stage called Little Year is to clean the house and sweep out what is old and no longer needed. The second stage is only one day long. It is called Chinese New Year's Eve. And on this day, families gather and give gifts of red envelopes, stay up till midnight and have fireworks. The third stage is Chinese New Year's Day where families visit each other and give presents. And the fourth stage, called the Lantern Festival, marks the end of the festival with dragon dances and lantern parades. All right, coming back for a wrap-up um, with the awesome River Benu. Um, River, I, you have a unique spread of astrology and chiro. Can you describe your process?
1: Yes, so I really love to row to help kind of nail down some of these um, more challenging aspects of astrology when we're looking at like how does this actually work in my life like what is it that I'm meant to to know or what is it I'm meant to be learning about this um, how is this job or this relationship or my health like how how do I navigate this Um, this spread that I came up with is a year long spread that actually correlates with the houses in the chart. So it starts with the first house, which is the house of self and goes through all 12 houses. So it starts with um, Aries for me because I'm an Aries rising, but for you, for whoever this is for, it would start with their rising sign. If we don't know it, we play it by ear But essentially, we have a message for every aspect of your life. Every house has a theme. And when we pull into row, we can actually ask the cards to give us some messages around whatever is happening in your life right now. Um, So for example, for myself, I had a big move coming up. And this is how this um, spread came to be. I looked at my chart and I looked at the cards and I was like, okay, okay. God, (laughs) like, here I am, here we are, make this, make this as easy as you can for me, like, just give me every message that I need to help me get through this transition, and I pulled cards for, for each house, and every card was so distinct, and it just matched so well that I knew that that was, that this was a thing, and that it was going to be a thing that I would develop, and so, it has become one of my most popular readings, in fact, over the last year, um, and I've just had so much great feedback on it. It's like, yeah. I'm not making this up. It's not coming from me. It's just coming through me. And if you're open to receive, the message will come for you. Um, it As I said, I'm just the interpreter. So that has been a really beautiful way for me to use this knowledge that I've just gone on a deep dive with over these last few years to help other people find some, um, whether it's to be more grounded in what they're doing or whether it's to kind of give them an idea about what's to come. Mm -hmm. It's not fortune telling. Mm -hmm. It's just that connection to something beyond you that gives you a sense of like, okay, I'm not alone in this. Like I have support and here it is in these beautiful pictures and these beautiful cards and this beautiful description that I provide. And
0: which Tarot deck do
1: you recommend? um, For beginners, I really love um, the Lightseers Tarot, which is I think one of the most popular on Amazon. So it's easy to get. It's not that expensive. I, I think it's less than $20 or around $20. It comes with a great little guidebook. And I like the inclusi- inclusivity of it. Mm. Um, I really enjoy that it has so many multiple types of people. Mm. Um, and also, I think as a beginner, it's just much more, it's, it's, it's easy to connect to. Wow. So as you're getting started, the messages come through without a lot of symbolism. You can, you can start from knowing nothing and still get something from it. Wow,
0: yeah, that's beautiful. So where where would we find you if we wanted to find you? I <laughs> hope
1: that you will find me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram. My handle is at itsmeriverbee. It's I-T-S period M-E period R-I-V-E-R-B. I'm also on TikTok with the same handle. I do a lot of content there. And um, I do have another Instagram at Healing Renegades which is where I share a lot of what I'm doing with these spreads and yoga um, philosophy. So I do offer some courses and things like that. I have a website. I'm not going to give you the website because it's a, a free website, so it's got a lot of extra stuff. <laughs> but if you find me on Instagram or TikTok, you can find my link easily there. All right, um, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: let's spell your name one more time slow.
1: It's R-I-V-E-R benu b-e-n-n-u perfect yeah
0: hey thank you so much for i mean i already learned a lot in this session and we we speak about astrology a lot but um just really excited to see where your magic leads and uh, thank you so much for coming River.
1: yeah it was such a pleasure thank you for having me and i definitely look forward to uh, hearing more about your experience in the future as you are going forward with your podcast so (laughs) thank you yeah
0: appreciate it yeah all right This wraps up the In the Magic podcast on this auspicious day. I'm still working on the song Can My Friend Come and we'll have it ready by the fourth Sunday in February. The second Sunday in February, I will be reviewing the movie Everything, Everywhere, All at Once to celebrate Asian love. Happy New Year, love lights.